Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm just trying to find. Has someone got a Bible here? I can't find it. Someone's got, someone turn their Bible to Mark 4 for me. And I'll just set up the stage. Uh, <laughs> the inspired version. Um, on this video, how far have I got this way? If you're still on the video, can I come here? Must hit to here. Okay. So this is about the this is about the one third mark here, is it? Thank you very much. Thank you. I'll I'll, I'll try and keep within your parameters there. So musicians don't freak out once I touch the stage. It's one third, and yeah, we'll just. Relax. Okay. All right. They're there for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Okay. What a privilege to be here. Thank you for coming. It's really good to see you. Uh, I've come to hear Kevin Peterson speak because he was speaking tonight, but he's, he's uh, given up his slot. He's for, forsaken his treasure in heaven for me tonight. I accept because I'm humble. <laughs> oh, well, just more humble than some. That's um, not the most humble, but close. Yeah. Is this okay, sound man? Okay, great, fantastic. Really, really good to be here. Uh, there's there's many ways to tell the gospel. Uh, uh, acts, think prayer, demonstrations, and the the foolishness of preaching is really a way because the word, this invisible word, that spirit and his life comes out and it changes you just in the hearing. That's how little effort, how much little flesh is allowed to be there. Just you sitting there saying, I will listen and ask the Holy Spirit and as I believe it, okay, I actually change. It's a free gift, okay. The high priest could not sweat to enter the glory. No human effort can inherit the kingdom of God. So just sitting and listening, if you believe in your heart, okay, you get the full reward or, or the full change, okay, then you step out into that. But just hearing, just you being here under the word changes you, okay? That's because the gospel's for every person at any age, at any time in history, at any economic level, at any education level, at, of any ethnicity, it's for everyone, just by believing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Lord agrees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to read uh, the parable of the sower from Mark 4. And I, I preach like uh, Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid. You've got to wax the cars, and then you've got to sand this, and you've got to hammer that, and like, what is all this about? But at the end, you know karate, okay? It's going to be a bit like that. So I'm going to lay a few platforms, and then it'll all just come together. Okay. Um, I'm going to just keep speaking until you turn the lights off. So uh, Jesus is Lord. That's the end of the service. You're free to go. You're now here under your own... That's true. So please, I know you've got kids and stuff, so please just come and go as you wish. (laughs) This has been recorded, I believe, so be able to watch it on YouTube later. 
Yeah. You could be live streaming this from your bed right now if you wanted to. Yeah. Everyone. Okay. Parable of the sower. Again, Jesus began to teach by the lake. The crowd gathered around him and was so large that he got into a boat and sat out on the lake. While all the people were along the shore at the water's edge, he taught them many things by parables. In his teaching, he said, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. The birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where they didn't have much soil. It sprang up because the soil was shallow. But, uh, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so they did not bear the grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, some 100 times. Then Jesus said, whoever has ears, let them hear. So Jesus is talking about the kingdom here, okay? The kingdom was before the world was created. It's happening right now, and it's going to be after the after the after. Whatever's happening now, uh, John, 1 John says, while we are yet sons, what we will become, we do not know. More than we ask or imagine his plan for us, there's more coming, okay? There's more coming. And that's still the kingdom. And he's trying to tell us what the kingdom is. We haven't been there, so he's using very natural things that every civilization understands that seeds grow, okay? And he's giving us a key to the kingdom. Remember, Jesus can see the kingdom. He's from the kingdom. He's telling us, when he says, listen, or verily, verily, or truly, truly, God is saying what he can see right now, okay? So it's very true. It's very important. So whoever has ears, let them hear. When he was alone with the 12 and the others around him and asked him about the parables, he told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But for those on the outside, everything is said in parables so that they may be ever hearing but not perceiving, or ever seeing but not perceiving, ever hearing but never understanding. Otherwise, they might be turned and be forgiven. Well, then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How will you understand any parable? This parable is the key to understanding all the parables. And the parables are about the kingdom. Amen. Understand this parable, unlock the parables of the kingdom. Okay? The farmer sows the word. So the seed is the word. Okay? We're all good with that? Yeah. Some people are like the seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like the seed on rocky places, hear the word and once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The trouble came because... Of, of the word they receive. Still others, like the seed sown among the thorns, hear the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like the seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop, some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. If you receive Christ, you actually receive the word into good soil, Okay? And you produce 30, 60, or 100. And the only difference is the state of your soil. Okay? And then for any promise of God, you can produce 30, 60, 100, or let it be stolen. I'm just going to work on the fact that we're all receiving the word of God. <laughs> okay? And we're, working, we're getting a 30, 60, 100-fold response. I want to just talk about that. And we go, that 
from many different angles, and you'll very clearly understand the state of the church, maybe the state of you, the state of the kingdom on earth, and once you understand it, you won't go back. Because another version of this story says the seed was stolen for lack of understanding. Okay? If you don't understand, the seed goes. But if you understand, it remains. So what we're going to do is going to change a paradigm and understanding because be transformed and renewing of your mind. You'll just think differently. You'll see differently. And then once you see things differently, you don't have to hold a thousand things in your head about this, about this. You just see it differently. And then it's a rest and you'll be able to receive more and more word. And then when many things get taught and you think, oh, that's good, that's good, that's good. You'll see where it all sits. Okay? Do I have to do this thing, this new move of the church and how about this new teaching, how this new thing? Do I have to do it? You can make a decision because you'll make a decision on whether you're 30, 60, or 100. And it's your decision. It's fine because all is good. A 30-fold return is very good. God loves you. He's very happy with you. A 60-fold is better for you. A 100-fold is better for you again. Okay? It's your choice. all depends on the condition of your heart. And so it's about good soil. Your heart, your cellular record, your memory, everything that makes you you, okay? Not your spirit, but your this human side of you is your heart, okay? It's the picture that you have of reality, of God, what's in your heart, not what you think, what actually you, the picture you see. And how good you believe God is, is how good your soil is. And the only thing that changes 30, 60, 100 is how much you believe God is good and what he's giving to you. Okay, so this area is the 30, okay? This, this third here, I think it's on the camera. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is the 60, and this is the 100, okay? okay. All right, so let's walk up and down, and you, you just use the visuals here, and uh, you'll work it out, okay? 30, 60, 100. You are off screen, you're not saved. <laughs> you're off screen, and then... You receive the word and boom. Okay. Thirty-fold response is baptism of water. You've received Christ. You get baptized in water. Okay. You're saved. You are a son of God. This thing here can perform miracles, can cast out demons, can raise the dead. This thing's going to live forever in heaven. Okay, this is amazing because later it might sound like I'm talking down on people who live here, but I'm not because God doesn't, and neither am I. Okay, this is a son of God. Okay, receive the word, amazing, born again from above. As he is, so are you now. Find your eyes, sword your mouth. You are an extraordinary new being that never existed before, a new creation, not human anymore. You're one with God. You are a son of God. God is your father, okay? So 30-fold is a very, very good return. But God's even better than that, okay? So 30-fold, baptism of water. I will one day go to heaven. God is so good that I will one day see him in heaven, okay? That's my revelation. That's how good God is. And this is represented by, we'll say, the, the traditional churches, not just individual members, okay, but so traditional churches. Uh, uh, you, you get that. I don't want to yeah. name, okay. And then to go on to the 60-fold is 
baptism of the Spirit. God is so good. Not only is he so good that he gives me salvation and one day I'll see him in heaven. He sends his Spirit down upon me and empowers me to do the same things he did. Ministry. I can walk like Jesus walked on the earth. He empowers me. I can do miracles. I, as just a human being, can do miracles. The difference between these people and these people is how good is God? Because these people look here and go, that's crazy. Okay? Only special people in history can do that. Okay? That's the limit of their understanding of how good God is. They're going a very good theophile return. But you might say, no, God is better than that. He is better than that. He sends his spirit and I can work signs and wonders and do the works that Jesus did and greater even. And that is amazing. That's how good God is. And this 3060 is the church. This is the charismatic, Pentecostal, whatever, uh, revival church. And this is the extent. And here is the best of the best of the best churches in the world. Okay, And they're doing a very good job. Healing hearts, saving marriages, restoring people, signs and wonders and miracles, people getting healed. Okay, And that's how good God is. And then there's the hundredfold. This, baptism of water, baptism of the Spirit, baptism of fire. Okay? <laughs> now, baptism of fire is not... You, a human being saved, you as a human living as a human with gifts on you, it's letting go all these things and changing your very nature through the fire, changing the very substance of what you are and living as a son of God who's currently reigning in heaven, becoming like your father. Okay? This is faith in God. This is the faith in God. Of God. Okay? Okay? You cannot fake this. You just stand here and believe and believe and believe and God changes you and then your words change and your world changes. You may know that you can fake this. You just rock up and sit in the pew for an hour. You can also fake this. Okay? You can't fake this. Okay? We'll go a bit more and more and more, but you can't fake this. This is your very DNA chain. It's baptism of fire. Because Adam was in the presence of God. Uh, he took from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which we'll go into. The tree of knowledge of good and evil had one fruit, the good and evil fruit. <laughs> do something good, do something evil. There's only one fruit. If you do something good for God, not from God, you've done something evil. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Hold that intention. Oh, if I say anything you don't agree with, please don't say, that's not true. You might shut yourself down, and if it happens to be true, you have to go around the mountain again. Okay? Just go, if I say something, go, just go, mm, I don't know. I'm going to put that aside, and the Holy Spirit, who would lead me into all truth, will talk to me about it. Okay? So just, just don't go, that's not true. Just, just oh. I'll just put that aside for the moment, okay? Okay, baptism of fire. Um, what was I talking about? Good and evil fruit. Very good. So Adam does that, and he can no longer be here.
because he reached with his own strength, with his own hand, what he could see, taste, touch, and feel, which is sensual, your senses, not sensitive, sensual wool, reached with his own hand to take what God wanted to give him freely as a promise. God was raising Adam up to govern the universe, to replenish the universe, to govern the whole thing. Man is supposed to govern all creation. God has the heavens and the earth is given to man. He's teaching Adam to take over his job, to do his job. Everything we ask God to do, he wants us to do. He wants us to run the world and bring heaven to earth. Jesus, God's done his job. Okay, Adam was supposed to do that. Okay, But instead of working by the promise that God said, I'm going to do this for you, he doubted that promise and reached with his own hand to take it. And I'll say all sin is purely you reaching with your own hand to take something God wants to father you into freely as a promise. Okay? Anything. If you steal something, you're taking, you know, or you lie. Whatever you do, it's something you're doing in your own strength to control a situation where God is your vindicator and God wants to father you into these things. Okay? And so, so Adam did that. He reached with his own hand from the good and evil fruit. And then, boom, he's out here. <laughs> Two angels, flaming sword of fire. Okay? So if you want to go through that flaming sword to live in that place, you have to be the same frequency of that flaming sword. You need to go through the fire. And you can. You can go back here. Because Enoch did. And Enoch was before the cross. What's with that? Okay? You can... <laughs> You can do this. And even King David lived in this area. He lived in the New Covenant way before. Yep. So this is the baptism of fire. All right. So we'll just do this again. This is all through Scripture. So the Israelites are slaves off screen. Okay? They're slaves. And then someone they don't know, someone they've not escaped, leave it. Someone they don't know, someone they don't never care about, comes and grabs them and says... I'm taking you into out of slavery. And they go through the, the Red Sea, the baptism, Red Sea, yep. And they come out here, and they are currently under the promise of, Abra- of Abraham by faith. They're here, and they grumble, this is terrible, we'll have some more food. This is terrible, we'll have some more water. No, none of their behavior affects God. We're under a promise, not under behavior, okay? Under a promise, they can do what they want, okay? This is going to the Red Sea. Then... The baptism of uh, the Spirit is they went to Mount Sinai and they got the law. We get baptised in the Holy Spirit and the law is on our hearts, okay? We get him inside us. So they, they had the law one. We get a much better covenant. We get the Holy Spirit. So this is coming to Mount Sinai. And this is crossing the River Jordan into the promised land, okay? The promised land. Your heart, your soul, you're going to take this land. <laughs> gotcha. So, to go into there, remember that the Israelites said, that's too hard, that's too scary. That's too hard, that's too scary. And God was not pleased with them and had to walk around here. And the reason God wasn't pleased with them is because he said they could. And this is a very important thing. God's love language is to be believed. He just wants you to believe him. That's why he's a word. That's why there's no statues of Yahweh, okay? He doesn't want to be seen, tasted, or touched. He wants to be believed, okay? And you've got to, we're going to learn that this here is to love God for who he is. This is love God for what he does, and this is love God for who he is. 
And God says, I am an invisible God. I want you to believe my word. That's it. If you believe his word, that's his love language. If you don't believe his word, that's the thing that he really, that, that's, the, that's the opposite to what he is. Okay, not believing his spoken word. Jesus didn't care what you did. But if he said something to you that you could and you didn't do it, then you got angry. Okay, so like disciples in the boat, there's a storm. Oh, no, no. Yes. Yeah. Then Jesus walks along the water and Peter says, if that's you, Lord, can I come to you? And Jesus says, come. So Peter, amazing, gets out. He walks on that word he's walking on, on that word, on that promise, the invisible promise, okay? So he's going by invisible word promise. Then he looks at the natural realm, the wind, the waves, and he starts to sink. And Jesus reaches down and says, where's your faith? He rebukes him. He just walked on water. (laughs) The guys in the boat, no problem. They didn't get told off. Jesus never said they could. Peter asked. Jesus said yes. And then he doubted what Jesus said. Believing his word is his love language. Earlier on, the disciples didn't do anything, didn't perform any miracles. Not a problem. Once Jesus said you could do it, and they were like, how can we do this? He rebuked them. He says, you have little faith. Why can I said you could. That's what bothered him. Okay, So God is an invisible God who expresses himself through his word. And just believing his word is his love language. That's his love language. Everyone can hear something. And believe. Faith comes by hearing. Okay. So 30, 60, 100. Water, spirit, fire. Okay. Red Sea, Sinai. Now we're crossing the Jordan. Okay. And when they cross the Jordan, I've actually got it here. Did I put it there? Let's have a look. Joshua 3, 14 to 17. So it was when the people set out from their camp to cross the Jordan with the priests bearing the ark. So we have, they had the ark. We've got the Holy Spirit inside us. We're, we are now the ark. Okay? We're the ark now. Okay? We're the ark of the covenant. Okay? On the earth. We're heaven on earth. Okay? With the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And those who bore the ark came to the Jordan. And the feet of the priests who bore the ark dipped into the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks during the whole time of harvest. So the Jordan's at flood, okay? This is the worst time to cross a river, against all natural logic. And the waters which came from upstream stood still and rose in a very far heap, all the way back to a town called Adam. (laughs) To, To walk through the Jordan... You are leaving your humanity behind. Believing, acting, praying like a human is over. Okay? It's over. You are with the Ark of the Covenant. You're walking in full flood and you're making a decision yourself. Here, you had bad guys chasing you and some guy did it all for you. Through you go. Okay? A savior did it for you. Now you're reckoning yourself dead. This is your choice, your decision, your response to the good news. This is your act of love. And you go to the Jordan and you walk in yourself. And I say, we can take that land. Surely we can take that land. The Lord has given it to us. 
Okay, because it's rest, it's not effort. It has been given to you. Okay, Deuteronomy 1.8, it has been given to you. And you walk him, and the river, Jordan, which means descent, backs up all the way to a town called Adam. You're leaving your humanity, and you're stepping into the promised land, the land given to you. And when you enter this land, God says there's houses you didn't build, and wells you didn't dig, and vineyards you didn't plant, and cattle you didn't raise, and I only ask that you remember it's from me. That's what he asked. But to do it, you must reckon yourself dead. And remember, only two people out of 10, out of 12, said that it could be done. Okay, because they were of a different spirit. So as you may have worked out by now, this is the outer court. This is the inner court. And this is the Holy of Holies. And what's this? The torn, torn veil. Okay, the torn veil. Okay, so this is body. Soul, spirit. If you operate from a different spirit, I can take that land. Okay? And while we're on this, let's talk about Jehovah Rapha means God is my healer. Yep. Very good. You've been well taught. <laughs> okay, I'll just get this up just to make sure I've got my verses. Okay, Exodus 15, 26. I'm the Lord that healeth thee. I am Jehovah Rapha. Rapha means to heal. Okay? Also, Rapha is what Moses calls the giants. Raphaim. Okay? Same root word, Rapha. Okay? I'm the Lord Hilothi. The giants are called Rapha. Uh, it was an Og of Bashan and, and these giants were his, Rapha. Okay? So there's a connection between the two. Now, Jesus says, uh, in Mark 7, he says to the Syrophoenician woman who comes to him and says, oh, my child is dying, or my child has a demon. And he says to her, that the healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. Yep. And she's like, even I can have crumbs. It's a real step of faith. But healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. Okay. Caleb, or Joshua, <laughs> says... In he says in Numbers 14, let's read it. I've got it here. Numbers 14, 6 to 9. He says, He says, But Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of someone, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to the congregation of children of Israel, saying, the land we pass through to spy out is exceedingly good. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land, it's based on God's character, and give it to us, it's a gift, and a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, the giants, for they are our bread." The giants, rougher healing, are your bread. Healing is the children's bread. Take out the giants. You taking out the giants is your healing. <laughs> God wants to bring you into maturity so you can take a land and then build homes and walled cities on it. Okay, This is to be in the desert. This is God come and do something for me. 
come and heal me, okay? Not wrong, it's just where you are, okay, as a child. Because as a child, you need someone to find your shoes and put them on, okay? But as you get older, you can find your own shoes. As you get older, you know, you get choice. The parents say, do you want these shoes or these shoes? And you think you've got a choice, but it's a setup, yeah? And then, <laughs> this, is what God, this is what God does to you. He's very good. And then, and then like, then the parents let you choose shoes and the price range, you can have these shoes. And then you earn your own money, you can buy your own shoes. And eventually you reach maturity and you buy shoes for other people. Amen. Yeah, okay, that's what love is, laying down your life for others. Okay, that's what God wants for you. Okay, he wants you to be here and to learn how to govern. He wants you to take over his kingdom. Okay, so here is God, why is there sickness on the earth? Here is Chris, why is there sickness on the earth? Okay. (laughs) God, why the earthquakes? Oh, the character of God, he is such a mystery. Chris, I feel partly responsible. Chris, why the earthquakes? The land is given to you to govern. Okay? And you get to choose. You're allowed to do this. But you're making a declaration on God's goodness. Because you're saying, are you for real? There's no way that God would let me stop an earthquake. Govern the city. Heal the knee. It's a declaration of God. How good is God? What has he done for you? What has the cross done for you? 30, 60, 100 is your declaration of what has God done for you. Don't you know the same that when you are baptized in Christ, you're baptized in his death and were raised by the same power so you can live a resurrection life like his? Like his. Okay? He wants you to be like him. It's all through all the gospels to be like him. Pull on the new man that's created to be like God, partake in the divine nature, um, conform to his very image, the fullness of the stature of Christ. You'll never be greater than the teacher enough to be like him. You're born of the same seed. You're his twin. He wants you to be him. He wants you to do what Jesus did. You're the same as Jesus. The only difference is he was first. So here's the preeminence. You're the same in everything else. Okay? So he was first. You can't beat him. Okay? Just become exactly like him. Why? By believing that's what he wants to do. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to govern the universe. Okay, and the way you do it is you're a little kid and you see dad washes the car, so you want to wash the car, okay? And you just rub mud up and down the car, okay? If you're a father and you see the kid actually wants to wash the car, you're not angry, you go, he, he wants to learn. And he's 12, you do a little bit better, and by the time he's 15, you clean the top first, you know, whatever, he learns it all, and then. Eventually, he can wash his own car, okay? But he wants to be like you. He's just copying you or perhaps the fake lawnmower or paints the wall with water, whatever, okay? And you make a mess, but you learn to be good. And he's desires to be like, if you're a father, he's desires, he's doing that because that's what you do. Come on. Yeah. yeah, okay? If he's doing it to be a pain, it's all about hard attitude. That's all it's about, desire of the heart. You desire to be like the father, okay? So you're allowed to learn. You're allowed to start governing and make a little bit of a mess. It's okay. You're learning. So the fastest way to be a Christian is to walk around and pretend you're God. <laughs> and you just live within your faith. It's like washing the car and painting the wall. You're pretending to be your dad. Be willing to be like him for this era so you can govern from love. Because the kingdom that's coming is real. And some have no city, some have 
two cities or five cities or whatever it is, okay? Some will be reigned over and some will reign. We're all children. We all inherit the kingdom. What you do in the kingdom depends on how much you look like the Father. That's all it depends on. Because the kingdom looks exactly like him. And the more you look like him, the more you can look after. It's as simple as that. Okay? Some, Jesus says, truly, truly, some have no cities, was it five cities and ten cities. I can't remember what it is. He's saying, truly, truly, this is what's happening. So don't say, oh, that's not, I don't like that. That's not real. Grace. Yeah. Grace. Grace is the power to be like God. That's what it is. That's what it is. The grace is the power to be like God. Yeah. So become like him. He's giving you the whole package, every spiritual blessing. You can partake in the divine nature. How? By promises, the invisible word. Amen. Not by anointings, not by giftings, by the promise. You can partake in the divine nature. These amazing, exceedingly good promises. You can be here. This is where he wants you to be. And the only difference between, the same word goes out. It's the same seed, same seed. And you're just saying, how good is God? Would God do that to me? And when you say there's two types of pride, there's pride of conceit. And that says, you're wrong. I'm better than what you say I am. God, you're wrong. Okay, it's pride of conceit. The other's pride of contempt. It's, God, you're wrong. I'm less than what you say I am. It's still your judgment of the knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge of good and evil. But what I know about good and evil, I'm good. God, you're wrong. What I know about good and evil, I'm evil. God, you're wrong. You've got to leave it. You die to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's dead. You're now by the tree of life. You just believe what he says. Amen. And all your, but you, all your arguments are wrong. <laughs> okay? You're dead. You left your human reasoning behind. Back to Adam. God says, I'm that. I'm just that. I'm just, okay, now. Okay? Because religion is not you, not yet. That's what religion is. Okay? And they're the two things. Like, this guy's anointed. He's healing the sick. But not you. That's religion. Religion, the knowledge of good and evil, the law. I don't qualify. And these are the reasons why. I prayed for this. I did just, you don't have a, you're dead. You don't have a reason. You've dead, risen as Christ, okay? Not you, or yes, it is me. Once I get my life together, not yet. You made it up. Not you, not yet, is a tree of knowledge of good and evil, okay? But God wants to give it to you freely, to father you into it. Christianity is now, born again. It's your DNA, and you're just maturing into it. As a baby, you're perfect. You're perfect, you're perfect, you're perfect. Like a baby that's born is perfect, has ten fingers and ten toes, can see. It's perfect. And you're growing up into the fullness of an adult that can then look after other people. Amen. God wants you to look after his kingdom. He's going to give you the whole kingdom to govern. Okay? The more you look like him at that time, okay? so you want to learn how this works. This is how... Church and earth works. This is, this is natural, so you go by natural things. So if you're a church in this area, you will be uh, you're going by natural law. And this is, what the, this is the Sadducees. Like there's no angels, there's no miracles, there's no visions, okay? But you do believe in the resurrection. This is the Pharisees. The Pharisees literally believe the Bible. Yep. They believed in healing. They believed in angels. They believed in resurrection. They believed the word very strongly. Okay? <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> but uh, so here you believe in miracles, natural miracles, but this is heaven. Okay? And heaven operates like the kingdom. And you may have noticed that church does not operate like the kingdom. So you might be very good in church. When the kingdom comes, you've got nothing. Okay? Nothing at all. Because this is from love. This is doing what God would do. This is using your resources the best you know how and interpreting and looking at this and judging. This 
is the character of God who sends rain on the good and the evil. When the kingdom comes, this is all your ministry, okay? But you get there, in ministries of the earth, it stays on the earth, and you get there, and God says, who are you? Who are you? Oh, I healed the sick. Yeah, that's what you did, but who are you? Are you like me? Do you look like me? Because that's my DNA. Do you look like me? Do you sound like me? Because the more you look like me, the more you can govern, okay? The more you look after. Because the Ishmael, the flesh gets kicked out of the camp. So it doesn't come through the fire. It's wood, it's hay, it's stubble. It won't make it through. The greatest thing you've ever done. If it wasn't from rest, knowing that you're from love, it actually doesn't count. You could throw a mountain into the sea and it doesn't count. That's the scripture. It's not, oh, that's, that's it. It's love. The gifts. Corinthians 12 is followed by Corinthians 13. The gifts, amazing. Desire the gifts, but now I'll show you a greater way. Love. Hope. Faith. Hope. Love. Okay, love is the higher way. Love is maturity. Okay, but to become love, you need to die and rise again. Fire. Yeah, fire. You've got to change your very DNA, okay? You, want, you need to be a son of God. How? By believing that's what the gospel did to you as a free gift, not an ounce of sweat. When the high priest went into there, he wasn't allowed to sweat because no flesh would inherit the glory. No sweat, no effort. He who has entered Christ's rest has ceased from his strivings and his works. So strive to enter that rest or you will end in disobedience. What is the disobedience? Ministry, maybe. Doing something. Reaching with your own hand what you can do. I can clean the church. I can read the Bible. If that is to achieve something, it is an offense to the gospel. But from here, read as much Bible as you want. If you're fasting to get this way, it's works and it's a mixed bag because of the knowledge of good and evil. Because I can fast, but the mother of three can't fast. She can't. That's right. yep. So it's, it's, it's a cruelty, yeah? It's good and evil. Has some good results, but I'm also condemning someone else. I fasted and I got my breakthrough. True. Good and evil. Because hurt, you just save someone and it's hurt another person. I fasted for healing. Free gift. Free gift. Doesn't matter what you are. Jesus demonstrated this. He didn't, when he met people and they were in trouble, as I said this morning, when he met the uh, demoniac child with the parents, he didn't say to the parents, so what did you do? Did you use a widgie board? Did you watch the Smurfs? Did you uh, buy him a Pokemon set? What, what, how can this possibly happen? He says, free gift. Goodwill to all men. Jesus said, rain on the good and evil. He didn't use his knowledge of good and evil to work out what happened here. If they deserve it, if they don't. He blessed his enemies. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Your goal, maturity, is to become like your Father in heaven. Okay? And the Father in heaven lays down his own life to give you the opportunity to choose him freely. Abraham says he, he pleaded for um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay? That's the heart of God. 
Does the church plead for, God, save Hollywood, please? Is that what we do? Or we say, God, punish Hollywood. When John, the disciple of love, said, shall I call down fire? Jesus says, you do not know what spirit you are of. So it's not the Holy Spirit. God's saying, that's the devil. That's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You know it's right and wrong when you're acting on it. But Jesus is about to lay down his life for those people. He doesn't want them punished. He wants them kindness lead to repentance. He wants the good news to go to them. Um, so Moses said to God, I'd rather you wrote me out of the book of life than the Hebrews be saved. That is the heart of the Father. Paul says, I'd rather you wrote me out of the book of life that the Jews be saved. You can't fake it. No. I don't feel that way about anyone. <laughs> okay? But I will, because that's my true nature. That's describing me. When I see that, that's the heart of the Father. That's what's in me. And that will come out as I receive it. I can't, <laughs> you can say it, but do you mean it? Like, you can't fake it. Okay? You can fake all this stuff. You can't fake, I'd rather I was written in the book of life that everyone else be saved. You don't have to worry that's going to happen because Jesus would rather he's written out the book of life, separated from the Father, that the world be saved. It's the heart of the Father. This is your heart. This is maturity. Love is laying your life down for another. This is love. You've got to die and rise again, and that can only be a gift from heaven. That's got to come from outside this creator realm. It's a gift. And you can become this person because it's already inside you. It's your true nature, and you just want it to come from in your spirit to your soul, to your body. Yes. From the Holy of Holies to the most holy place or this court to the other court or from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria to the rest of the world. You're just releasing it. Yeah. If you fast, fasting's cool, but fasting just lines up your soul and your spirit, shuts your soul and your spirit down so your spirit can come out. Transforming your mind this is your mind, your body and your soul together in your mind. It's a cellular memory. It's the record you have, the sound, your frequency, the vibration, the picture you have, whatever. Okay? Reading scripture is just telling your body and soul what you already are. Right. It's just lining it up. Okay? Okay? I can't heal. Well, I can heal. You always could. Now you believe it. Okay? You can't fake it. It's a gift. And so reading the Bible for 20 hours, you're going to do that. It's from here. It's from a rest. If you're doing from here, you will end in disobedience. If you don't get the results you want, you get angry. You feel condemned. If you do get it, if you get it, you're going to pride. If you don't do it, you're going to condemnation. It's lose lose. Okay? You're here, raise the seed. It's a rest. It's what's been given. And anything you do is just releasing what this is. And you'll come up against some things. Because this human record you have 6,000 years of, and your childhood, and your parents, and all this thing that makes you up doesn't know what love is. It's had to learn to fight for itself. This wants to fight to stay alive. By fear of death, it's bound to the devil. But if you die and rise again, love has cast out fear. You don't fear death, and you don't have to worry about a thing because you're not going to die. Okay? All fear is fear of death. All fear is fear of death. Fear of financial death, relational death, opportunity death, um, reputation death. Okay? All fear is a fear of death, okay? But death's been defeated, okay? And now your job is to kick death out of you. 
the giants in your land. So giants are bad DNA. They're mixed DNA. And in here, you've got DNA that's not Christ DNA. You can become a fully manifest son of God on earth because that's exactly what God wanted. That's what, that's what the fivefold ministry is supposed to be doing for you, building you up into the fullness of the stature of Christ, exactly like him, the risen Christ, as he is now you are on the earth. That's what, he's, that's what the ministry is supposed to be doing. Hopefully that's happening now. Just by the insanity, the foolishness of hearing word Amen. and believing it, it's changing you. It's changing, changing, changing. Faith comes by hearing. It's just no flesh, okay? And someone has a ministry, a gift, they put in their gift jacket, they minister, okay, and then they take it off, and then they're a saint, and they get on with the job of becoming like Christ, okay? How are we going? Good? Good. All right. You're doing very well. It's, it's, all, it's, all, it's very conceptual. But I'm breaking paradigms. Okay, It's paradigm, paradigm. Be transformed in your mind. I'm bringing understanding so what you hear in the future won't be lost from you. Okay, So that you know it's a gift. So if someone says you have to go through these 20 processes to become like God, and it works, it does work. It's good and evil because only some people can do that. Not other, all people can. Even the faith movement, holding your confession, holding your confession, holding your confession... Is what some people's personalities are like, and some people have the capacity to do that. But here it's a rest. It just is already given freely. It's, it's, it's this. Here, faith is... Faith is... You stir up your soul as a hot bath. You've got to keep the bath hot or it goes cold. Okay, you've got to keep going, going, going. Some people thrive on this. It's their personality and it's adrenaline. And, okay, but it's not for everyone. It's not the gospel. Is it true? Yes. Does it work? Yes. Is it for the kingdom? Yes. But is it the good news of a gift? No. Okay. It's just a law. Gravity laws Christians can use. Combustion engines they can use. Spiritual laws they can use. Sowing and reaping. Spiritual warfare. Or they can just be God who creates with a spoken word. Okay. Creates with a spoken word. You can't fake that. <laughs> okay. You can't fake it. Lester Summerall who had this revelation. Okay. Because Guy called Curry Blake, who you guys will be very familiar with in South Africa, who uh, took over John G. Lake's ministry, he studied under Lester Sumrall. And Lester Sumrall would get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, get fully dressed, real cream, hair, spats, the whole lot, okay? And he'd, he had the map on the wall, and this is how he'd pray. That election in the Congo will go to this man. <coughs> that hurricane in the Philippines shall cease now. No flesh, no sweat. You just knew who he was. You can't fake that. I do that, I go, eh, it's not really working. Okay? I'm just, well, I don't, it doesn't make me believe I'm not there. I'm going, oh, I just need to hear the word more. And you just get it. Okay? And many times, uh, lots of things happen in my life, and then all of a sudden all the wheels fall off and nothing's happening. And God was like, and I'm like, God, what's going on? And I go back to my old ways, and you just do an audit of all the things you've done and haven't done. And, you know, let's say money, there's no money coming through. Okay? Because I stopped working in 2013. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, you just 
uh, you think there's no money and you're overseas, you're in a, a country that doesn't like white Christian men maybe, and, and you've got no money and like, God, what's going on? And like, he's supposed to be looking after me and offence reveals the heart, like this is offensive to me, okay? And then God's like, I just want you to govern. So yeah, okay. This is like, there's no money, I'm an orphan. No, opposite, all right, I'm the king. Okay, I step into heaven, and Zechariah 3 says the high priest uh, steps into heaven, okay, and he's in all these beautiful arrangements, and God says, take those dirty garbs off him. He's in the most beautiful thing the earth has, okay. The, 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 the high priest's garments were like supernatural. They were special. The, the gold was gold gold, okay. It's like and the diamonds were like living, the jewels were like these, they're so heavenly, they're living things that kept you alive and you could go in and out of heaven with these, it's, it's amazing stuff. He walks in with that and God says, get those dear robes off him, put a new crown on his head and a new robe on him and the devil must be silent. As soon as you step into heaven, that's what happens. So I'm like, oh God, you told me to come to this country, you told me to dream, I'm following you, nothing's going right. That's like... God, find my shoes, okay? <laughs> and God's like, govern. Oh. I'm now the king of this situation. I'm going to do what I'm asking God to do for me. That's right. And, I, and when the first time you say it, your whole soul shudders, like, this can't be right. You go to these realms, wherever stopping the money coming through, be quiet, and resources will be given to me in every way. And then you go to bed. <laughs> Long prayers are for your soul. Right. I just declare that God will do this. No, da, 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 da. Okay, you're just trying to find faith in your soul. It's not wrong, but it's just a 60-fold understanding. Okay? Here it's like, God, if you're so merciful, please come down. Here I've got tools. Okay? I've got gifts and ministry and word of faith and I can call it in and to pray and I uh, get the breakthrough, okay? It's not the glory though. Okay? It's something you can do by your own strength if you're that strong. But here, it's just a command. I release it. Angels. I need to command angels. I'm going to judge angels one day. By my word, angels love to do the word of God. Right? Up here, God's words in my mouth is as powerful as God's words in his mouth. If you believe, okay? And the first time you do it, okay, you just pretend to be God and you put muddle over the car. It's okay. Okay, you just speak it out. And then your job is to do this. That's your job. That is difficult because you want, you've been taught to reach with your own hand. I need to call or ministry support. I need to do something. I need to... Or I want to create. I want to create, okay? I create with my word the same way God created with his word, okay? Invisible becoming the visible, okay? I am doing it, yep? Never returns me void, exactly like God. And I might mess it up. That's okay. I might go into excess. Who cares? God's teaching you to be like, you let your kid raise up. He goes, be that way, be that way. You're loved. It's a very safe thing to do. It's what he wants you to do. It's what he wants you to do. And you can't, you can't fake it, okay? But you can pretend to be God and with the heart of becoming like him. And you see you're messing up the car, but you're trying to be him. He loves it. He'll father you into it, okay? So this is 
Uh, Passover, okay? Pentecost, tabernacles, okay? What's the whole church praying for? Revival, go to the tabernacles. Or you can have it now. Praying for revival is saying, I am outside the curtain, Father, come down. Send your spirit, send your atmosphere. You're allowed to do that, but you're declaring, I'm a 60-fold church. The 30-fold church won't even ask for that. Okay, God's not that good. No, he's way better than that. He will send his spirit, he'll send revival. And these are good things. I love revival. Let revival come. But if I'm saying, Lord, if my hope is revival, I'm saying I'm outside the curtain. Because I'm the answer. Yeah? I'm the answer. I'm Christ. I'm Christ on the earth. It's better that he left. Jesus said that. Was he telling the truth? It's better that he left. So we can raise up and become the sons and govern. Passover, Pentecost, tabernacles. To become a Jew, a, a, a mature Jew, you got circumcised into the covenant. There's three things you do. Then you learn the law or you receive the Holy Spirit. And then you got married. Became one. Marriage, looking after the family, is maturity. Okay? Church attendee, need the, you need here, you need the man of God to come and visit you. Okay? If he even does miracles, here, you need the atmosphere and revival. Here, you are revival. You are the answer. You are the resource. Okay? You are the gimel. You are the camel with all the resource. Okay? You are, you are the answer. It has it in you. You create the answer, okay? That's not pride, that's humility. Because humility is agreeing with God. If God says you're awesome, you go, no, I'm not. That's not humility. That's pride. That's saying, God, you're wrong. Humility is agreeing with God. Okay, so this is, this is all through Scripture. So they overcome the, the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, saved, word of testimony, Ministry and yeah, not, not loving their life unto death. This is the death. Okay? They, I want to know Jesus, salvation, the power that raised him from the dead, baptism of the Holy Spirit, and the fellowship of his sufferings. This is saved and you're a servant of God. This is Sonship, or you're a minister. This is, this is baby, son, or young son, technon. And this is hoyos, mature sonship. A mature son is a friend of the father. If you do these things, you will be my friend, a friend of the father. Okay? Living here is for friendship. So if you're here, if this, I'll put it in the negative, because unfortunately as humans, we understand negative quicker than we understand positive. But if something... <laughs> terrible happens to you, like your child dies, or um, it's a mystery. God is in heaven, here we on earth, great Old Testament song that we love to sing, not New Testament, you know that song, you are God in heaven and here am I on earth, oh, sounds so good, oh, it's good for the soul, oh, yeah, it feels so good, yeah, God's in heaven, one more cigarette won't kill me. Oh, God's in heaven. Okay, it's killing you, that song. It's a, it's a great Old Testament understanding. But it's not New Testament understanding. Because you are God in heaven. Amen. <laughs> now. Okay. So you're on, you're on earth and God's in heaven. It's a mystery. One day I'll find out 
why my child died or why my best friend betrayed me. Okay? Here, it's a ministry purpose. God is real. The kingdom is close. He's close by. Let's process this thing. Okay? My child died so I can help other people whose children have died. That's what we think. Oh, I'm helping all these other. Look at the good that's come from it. Yeah. What are you really saying? Or, you know, I've been deserved by my friends from overcoming that, so Jesus becomes a more important in my life. My friends were an idol, and now I'm ministering. There has to be a purpose for it. Here it's a mystery. Here it's a purpose. Here, no matter what happens, the only purpose it can possibly serve is that you are a friend of Jesus. Amen. Okay? Your best friend deserted you and betrayed you. Now you know how Jesus feels. That's it. You sit next to Jesus and go, oh, I know how you feel. It didn't happen for a reason except that this hasn't been, kingdom hasn't come to earth yet. That's the only reason. Okay? We need to do that. And things are happening. And now you're next to Jesus and go, I understand you. You're my friend. This is loving Jesus because he's a saviour. This is loving Jesus because he's your Lord. He's your saviour. This is loving Jesus because he's your Lord and you're doing what he says. This is loving Jesus just for who he is. Not Jesus, my saviour. Not Jesus, my Lord. Jesus. Who is he? What's his favourite colour? What's he think of the weather today? How does he feel? Jesus, your friend. Your friend. Because you could be the highest official in the government of a kingdom. When you become before the king and he's sitting there with his closest friend, who's closer? Who's closer, the most powerful apostle or his friend? When we get to heaven, who's sitting on the thrones and governing? It's going to be very different to what we think it is. Okay, Very different. The people that knew him, his friends. The people that spent time with him and just asked him how he is. And shared his heart. The fellowship of his sufferings. Not loving your own life. Friendship. Eternal life is knowing me. Not serving me. Knowing me, okay? And you can do these things, but who does it? This is Jesus stepping down and healing the sick and those things, bringing heaven to earth, okay? This is a Christian asking God to come and help him. I do it. I still do it. Someone says, keep praying for me. I go, okay, Father. Oh, I've done it again. Why am I saying Father? You don't have to ask God for any permission to do what's in the atonement. If you've got... Okay, this is not mine. This is Carrie Blake, so I'm going to steal it. <laughs> it's a gospel. It's a gospel. He probably stole it from John G. Lake. <laughs> hey, Curry. Um, okay. Curry Blake, his teachings saved my physical life. I just want to say that. I was on him forever. Okay. He, he taught me that I didn't believe the Bible, and it was very offensive. First time I heard Curry Blake, I didn't know who it was, and I said, I'm never listening to this man again. Okay. Because teaching his own people, so he his fathering has been very strong, and I was very sick. And he said some things, and I was like, this man has no love, no mercy. Then I caught the wrong plane to the city and ended up in the church, and this guy at the front was speaking. <laughs> and he talked to me, and he came up to, oh, I got there late. I missed the whole service. He came up to me afterwards, and he just spoke to me at the back of the church. And we talked, and he's gone to healing. And then he gave me his recordings, and it's the recordings I listened to about six months earlier saying this is one of the 
I don't, listen, I don't like this man at all. <laughs> so I got this person I can never listen to again. I end up in his church. I missed his meeting and he came up to me and spoke to me and gave me his CDs. Like, I honour that man. Anyway, so, and to honour him now, I will steal his sermons. Um, <laughs> if you're a policeman and you see someone uh, robbing a house, do you go, oh, headquarters, yeah, there's someone robbing a house. Is that, can I, if, if it's your will... Could I, you please give me power to go help that person? You just do it. You don't have to ask permission. If you're the head of stationary suppliers for a large company and you need more staplers, do you go, hi, uh, is the CEO there, please? Yeah, no, I need to talk to him. Yeah, I need to um, buy some staplers. Yeah, Swingway, the best one. Yep. What? Oh, just do it. Oh, okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, I need to buy some paper. I need to buy some toilet rolls. It's just your job. You're given the authority to do it. It's giving the authority to govern the earth. All the authority I have, I give to you and the glory. Okay? You're just allowed to do it. So the earth's given to you. What it looks like is to you. Jesus is coming back and he wants to know if he finds faith on the earth. That's it. Okay? So it's, what state it's in is up to us. Us saying, oh, the world's getting worse, da, 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 Jesus is going to come back again soon is wrong. Jesus is coming back at some time. And what it looks like is up to us. It'd be really good if Jesus comes back and goes, oh, good job. That'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, woof, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. <laughs> we have been given authority. We're allowed to govern. Govern well, govern poorly, but just start to govern. Kings, okay? This is like, this is like, um, uh, I won't leave, I'll just, Stay on target. <laughs> Saviour, Lord, friend. Okay? Brennan Manning was a, a Catholic priest that fell into alcoholism, ended up being on the street, and his own parishioners found him on the street, drunk, in his own vomit. And he became so poor and destitute. And one day, <laughs> through a, a series of revelations, he worked out that God is his friend. And it was just this biggest revelation. And he tells the story of another priest who was walking along the road, and he saw this drunkard on the road. And he sits down with the drunkard. He actually names the priest. I don't know who he was. He sits down with the drunkard and says, Hey, man, you know, I'm going to be your friend. And the drunkard turns to him and says, Do you know what hurts me? And the priest says, No, I don't. And the drunkard says, Then how can you be my friend? The fellowship of the sufferings. I'm hammering this because it's sort of missing from the church. There's lots of good stuff, okay? I'm not putting the negative. But Jesus wants to share his heart for the earth and from that heart do what he would do as he modeled it and greater. Amen. And greater, yeah. Okay. This is all the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You're making decisions of what you can see outside, in, sensual. And this is the tree of life, sensitive from Christ. Carnal in the mind, spirit. Okay. Here, the good Christians, rapture. Come on, Jesus. Come back and punish the naughty people, okay? I'm not doing naughty things, and that really annoys me because I want to do naughty things. I'm still carnal, and what you judge, you are. So they're like, come on, Jesus, rapture, rapture, rapture. Better. God's better. Revival, revival, revival. God, don't come and punish his people. Come and revival, okay? Revival. King, come down. Revival. Better again. Rapture, revival, 
reign. Reign. Govern. It's your DNA, your royalty, your royal priesthood and kings by birth. Not you have to attain to, you inherit it. Your royalty by blood. Okay? Reign. I will be healed one day. I am healed by faith. I am healed. I am healed. I am healing. I'm resurrection and the life. I am. I am, I am. I'm one with I am, okay? I have everything. Kingdom to come, kingdom coming, kingdom is here. Kingdom has come. Awaiting salvation, okay? One day, the good will happen. Here, in the middle, I have the gifts and the attributes to be like Christ. I have some of the attributes of Christ. Here, I am Christ. Walking in the fullness of the stature of Christ. Everything he is, I am. I'm all he is. I'm nothing that he's not. I have died. It's no I live. It's Christ who lives in me. Christ is here now because I am here now. Okay? Yep. Replaced you. He hasn't, re- hasn't improved you. He's replaced you, says Kevin. Okay. Love is a chemical in the body. Love is a soul decision. Love is a person. Who? You. Where's heaven? Here he is. Love is you. You're one with Christ. Everything the Bible says of Christ, it says of you. Everything the Bible says of Christ, it says of you. Just that he was first, so he's number one. It says he's a king, and you're a king. You become kings and priests, royal priesthood, the kings. He's the king of kings. The kings he's kings of is you. You're the kings. Yep. So reign. Don't beg. Reign. Command. Create with your words like your father does. Become like your father. Desire in your heart, speak it out. Don't say that salvation is far off. I have to go to heavens and get him or go down to get him. Salvation is in your mouth. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. You will be sozoed, saved. You remove hell and death from you and from everything around you. Walk around doing good, destroying the works of the devil. That's your job. That's your job. From the nature you've been given, you speak it out. You just do it. It's your nature. You've been commissioned. You don't have to ring up. Can't buy a swing lace stapler and toilet rolls. Don't call the CEO. He doesn't want to know. He's been commissioned. Just go and do it. Become mature. You don't have to ask your parents, can I clean my teeth now? Can I fix the room now? You just do it. It's been given to you to do. And the more you get do, the more you get given. Everyone's a child of God. Everyone inherits the kingdom. What you do depends on how much you look like the father. So if you're 18 years old and you do whatever your dad does, you're sort of like him or your parents, and you do what they would do, then you get the keys to the car because you would do what, with that car what he would do with the car. But if you don't, if you just don't care what he says, you sort of do your own thing, he still loves you. You're still a fully his son, but you don't get the keys to the car. That's all. Same as the kingdom. If you do what he would do with it, you get it. And he takes risks. He'd give it to you before you're ready for it. He's a good father. Yep, he's a good father. This is the faith in, okay, faith of. Love in, love of. Mind in. Mind of, like mind of Christ. It's, it's been given to you, okay? This is by what you decide is right and wrong. This is how we do ministry, okay? This is what we give to this person, then we give to this person, we do this, we're going to outreach. This is just the very character of God. Just operate by the character of God. All those patterns, all those plans, all those ministry things, you rock up and be. It's a being, it's a rest. You can't do anything. You just are by being born again. Uh, this morning's message will be on the internet at some stage, and we went into a lot about being born again. Okay, this is good. Never said this before. 
This is living on earth. As a Christian, you're here. You pretty much live like a heathen who will one day be saved and you dress better. Okay. Okay? Not cooler. Just with lower hems and don't show your shoulders. Here, Christians aren't more moral. We're just five years behind. Okay? We're just five years behind the trends. Okay? Don't worry about that stuff. Just be who Christ made you to be and be that and live out of your worth, out of your heart, okay? Because um, uh, in Galatians 4, it says a child, even though he owns the whole estate, while he's young, is under rules and regulations. In areas I'm not living from love, because love is maturity, okay, I'm under rules and regulations. I don't know what to do here, so I'm just going to do it my rules and regulations. But I want to become mature, so I can inherit the whole kingdom. Okay, maturity is love. Until I've come to love, I'm under rules and regulations. So here, on, on earth, living our earth supply. I'm pretty much a natural man that when I die, I'll go to heaven. Okay, on earth, our earth supply. Okay, and the churches do that. They have, we say lamingtons. What cakes do you make here? You have milk tarts, silk milk tarts and... <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and uh, yeah, yeah, have bribes and raise money, okay? Very good use of funds, okay? Good use of funds, true knowledge of good and evil, no miracles, you just save, you take out loans, you make business connections, okay? On earth, our earth supply. Go to the doctor, get the medicine. Here, on earth, our heaven supply, the best of church, and that's exactly what they say. We're on earth. Living out of heaven supply, send the miracles, send the, the atmosphere. They love the atmosphere, which is good. And they build very good atmosphere, which is great. When they leave those atmospheres, they, they can struggle, okay? I'm not having a go at them. It's 60 fold return. That's very good. They're saying God is good. On earth, our heaven supply. Or from heaven, our heaven supply. Amen. Okay? Amen. This is your home, okay? So let, let's, talk about, let's talk about money, because money works, yeah? Okay? So the way to understand living from here, Christians here, they say, oh, God wants me to be an architect or I want to be an architect or whatever, and then I need to go get a job and save up and make money for it, and then, or they need to go to Bible college, just have up money for Bible college, and they put out their, their things and get money in and get sponsored, okay? And they're raising funds so they can do the work of God. Orphans. Here, the way to think about it, I was painting a picture, it's not perfect, but it works. Let's imagine you are an aristocrat son from the, from the late 1700s, and your dad is a super wealthy landowner. He's sending out ships trading all over the world. He owns sheep and cattle, and he's got an insurance business going. You're born in it as a baby. He wants you to take over his company, okay? It's 1700s. He pays for everything. He gives you a nanny, and he teaches you discipline, and then you need to learn French if you want to do trading, in Portuguese. So he pays for that. He wants you to take over his company. You're an aristocrat's kid. You don't have your own money. There's only the family money. If money's in your pocket, it came from your dad. There's all family money. Okay? And then he teaches you a little bit and he lets you um, do a little bit of trading and lets you work with the farm, learn how the farm works. Because one day you're going to govern the farm. And he pays for that. And he pays for you to learn insurance. He pays you to learn Latin, and he pays for you to understand trading. He lets you make a few, send a few ships and understand the ships. 
He's teaching you to take over his company. He pays for everything. If you want to build the kingdom, God pays for everything. Amen. But it's on the promise of his visible word. And if, when you're here, the promise of the visible word, you want to reach out and touch it. You need to see it in the bank. You need to know it's coming. Okay? I am, um, one year, I traveled the world, the whole world, backpacked the whole world with no income by faith. By faith. Hold your confession. God's good. He told me to go here. It's going to come through by faith. By the end, I was so tired living by faith, I could not handle another miracle. And the miracles kept happening and happening and happening. And I just had to keep my confession and not go back to natural ways. I looked at my bank account, all the bottom fell out, and then I didn't look at my bank account. Okay, don't look at your bank account. And then the, the, the provision would keep start coming again. And I had gone to UK, then went to France, then I went to Spain and Italy, and that's my money ran out, and I had no money. You leave having, from Australia knowing you have enough money to go back, and then you have enough, then you have enough money to go back. Then you have enough money to leave the country. <laughs> and your money goes down, 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 down. You're making these things. Now I can't leave the city. I saw Carmen in, in, in Turkey there. And, and then I'm in Turkey and I've got no money. And then um, and I was in the middle of the desert in a place called Gorma. I've been there for 10 days. And my last night there, I spent my last money on buying a, a, a meat sandwich <laughs> there, a kebab. And uh, I walked into my hotel room been there for 10 days. Tomorrow, I've got no money in the bank. No, nothing. No money in my pocket. Literally, I handed my last money. And then, and then you're here. You're up against you. That's the end of your natural resources. And now it's up to God. Am I a son or am I an orphan? Okay? And I've been here before and I've crushed. I've got lots of stories about me just crushing like a little kid. Like, you ever seen like at the, at the um, supermarket and you're walking with a little kid and then the kid's hand lets go and the parents are just here but he can't they can't see the parent. You see a little kid, they can't see the parent. Doesn't matter what it is. And they just, they just <laughs> break. Okay? I've done that. I've done that. Okay? Just, I've just felt like I'm, I'm, I'm by myself now. I'm just broken. Okay? So uh, sometimes you defeat that, you create a new record in your mind, in your soul. That's the giant. I've got a giant in me that says God abandons me. I can take that giant. I can. That land has been given to me. It's a rest. Go and take it. They're scared of you. They've heard that God delivered you from Egypt. They know that God saved you. They know you're coming. They're terrified. Just go and take it. And so, and then I went to Turkey. I was in Jordan. They went to America and then to South America, then back to America. They went to uh, Hawaii. They went to Japan. And they went to uh, Vietnam. All this on no income. Okay. And what was it? by the time I got to Vietnam, I was just like, and then I flew to Singapore. I'm going to Singapore to see someone speak. I got to Singapore, opened up, things opened up. I got to stay there. And I thought, I'm just going to go home. I'm going home to Australia. I'm just going to go home and be in my own bed. I don't have to believe for anything anymore. Because believing is a work. It's a work. Okay? And a work of the flesh, which leads to all sorts of things. Not a fruit of the Spirit. I wasn't doing it from rest. I was holding my faith together. And I was, in, um, I was in Singapore, and then I was about to fly home, and that night I had a dream. God speaks to me in my dreams. 
And I saw this blonde lady in Hong Kong saying, Chris, come to Hong Kong. <laughs> I woke up and I was so angry and so upset because I knew, I had no money, I knew that God can provide for me to go to Hong Kong. I just could not handle another miracle. <laughs> I was so tired. Anyway, all the, the provision, I, I, I'd never fleece God. I said, okay, you have need to, I need to reject my flight home on points. I need to say, I can fly through Hong Kong and need all your accommodation before I land. I'm not going to the airport with my bags knowing something's going to open up. I'm not doing it again. I just, it's happened so many times. You think you get used to it? I'm just tired of it. And I rang up and Cathay Pacific said, no, no, we can't fly you home to Adelaide on points. I said, the flight leaves at midnight. To Adelaide, there's no one on that flight that says, yeah, no, we can't do it. Can I do business class? No. <sighs> Can you fly me through Hong Kong? Oh, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they said, they said but the, the catch is you need to stay in Hong Kong for 19 days and we use points. I said, I get it. Okay, book me in. I rang up my friend, Ryan Rufus, if you know Rob Rufus. Ryan Rufus, or Rob. Oh, Ryan, hey. This is my other thing. I had to get accommodation. I'm coming on the 5th. I'm leaving on the 23rd, whatever, whatever dates were. I need accommodation. Do you know any? Yeah, from the 5th to the 23rd? Yeah. We're going away from the 5th to the 24th. You can have my, uh, my apartment. He <laughs> says, when do you arrive? I said, 10. It'll take me two hours to get you. So you get here at 12? Yeah, we leave at 1. Fantastic. Hand you the keys. <laughs> and I thought, something amazing is going to happen in Hong Kong. Nothing. Nothing amazing, it was just hot. <laughs> I flew home, okay, still not, not in debt, I never went to debt, got home. And I was home, and I remember one night, it was about midnight, and I was just cooking in the kitchen, something I like to do, just, just calms me down. And I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be good to have a job? Just knowing that on Friday, $500 just went in, just, just knowing it, it went in, went, went in. Just knowing, wouldn't that be, oh, just imagine that, just knowing, not having, to, not having to believe the invisible word, not believe the character of God, basically, my own hand, my own strength. And I was sitting there doing that, and I heard, like, in the background, music start play. I knew that was God. You know Inception, when the music starts playing in the background? Okay, it's like that. It's like, I hear, I was like, oh, God's speaking to me. This is the answer. I was so excited. I go, what? I'm like, you, you this is God, so you're wide open for the answer. Like, oh, what's that song? The lyrics of the song are the answer. I knew. And the words came to me. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. <laughs> Offense reveals the heart. Okay? Offense opens up the wound. I'll talk about, I'll talk about it right now. Offense, and it was shocking. They realized, Chris... You traveling with me together, me paying for everything, that's our love. That's what we do together. You and me. We, we, we're here together and here together. And I thought it was my faith, faithing it in, okay? And he goes, we went here together. That's our love. You believe me. That's what we do. And now you want a job? That's cold. <laughs> well, earn by your own strength and just receive. You want to tell people you have a job? You want to tell people what you're doing rather than just following God? Isn't that enough for you? And he said, Chris, I want you to go again. So we're going to do it again. We're going around the world again. I mean, I'm tired, man. I don't want to see an airport. We're going to go again. We're not going by faith anymore. This time, we're going to go by love. 
Not by faith, faith, hope, but by love. Don't faith anything in. Just know you're loved. And it took me about four months to leave. A warning dream. Go. So, because I didn't know love. I don't know. How do you do this? What do you touch? What lever do you pull? What do you believe? What, how do you do this? It just on his invisible word. I just had to leave into the world and not faith anything in, not tithe anything, not sow and reap anything in. Just know I'm loved. I tell you, I was much better at faith than was at love. I freak out here, okay? Because there's nothing, I couldn't, because here you can do something in your own strength. Got no money? If you're a faith guy, sowing and reaping always, always works. It's a law. You get what you sowed, more than what you sowed, in a season different what you sowed, in proportion what you sowed. It happens all the time. That's the law of sowing and reaping. It never fails. But you know that you've got your hand, reach out of your pocket from your resources and gave something. It's the arm of flesh under a curse, says Jeremiah. Here, I'm just loved. Not even my incredible ability to live by sowing reaping for a whole year around the world. That's amazing. Come on, that's amazing. Woo, that's amazing. Worth nothing, clanging gong, because it wasn't from love. I just had to receive it. I was very bad at receiving. I did it again. Went around the world again. Okay. By love. One day I was in Beijing, and I just, I just, when I just started learning, this is uh, 2007, and I'm from a Baptist slash charismatic background, and I didn't know God even spoke to me. I thought God spoke to people who were prophets, but not to me. I was in Mongolia. In Mongolia, I found out for the first time that I could hear God. It was really weird. Like, everyone can hear God. And it was a guy called Henry Blackaby, no relation, with his experiencing God book. He's, he just said, everyone can hear God. And it was, it was like a big risk for me. Because if I did it and it didn't happen, then I knew that oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm an orphan. <laughs> like, there's, I was too scared to even try. I tr- did a few trials in Mongolia. I could hear God. And so I'm, this, at the time, I was very sick. I weighed about, about 15 kilos, maybe 20 kilos less than what I weigh now. I was not well. Beijing was minus 18. It's full of smog. This is before the Olympics. I hadn't cleaned it up yet. Okay. There's no English anything before the Olympics. And uh, one Sunday I got up and said, God, I'm really sick. But there's a church, which is probably two and a half hours away. Okay. It's called Beijing International Christian Fellowship, whatever it is. And it's an English-speaking church in Beijing where... Only foreigners can go, okay? No locals can go because they preach the gospel. Only foreigners can go. They've got special, special permission to be there for expats. I was like, God, I can hear the voice of God. Do you want me to go to church? Stay here. Let's go. I just use peace, no peace. Stay here. How does that feel? Go there. Stay here. Go there. Go there feels more peaceful than staying here. So I'm now saying the God who created the whole universe is saying to me, go to church, even though I'm very ill. I'm getting dressed, I'm going to church. And I did the whole thing. You had to layer up and layer and layer. I looked like that little starfish, looked like Maggie Simpson. And <laughs> I was like, it's so many layers. Because I was sick, I couldn't even heat my own body. I had to layer up. Yep. 
And so I got to the door of the house. I was like, last chance. Is there anything you want to say to me, God? Anything? Anything? Okay, I'm going. Okay, God, the universe wants me to go to church. Okay, so I'm going to church. It takes two hours to get to church. When I'm there, I've got my headphones in. I'm listening to uh, Bill Johnson. And Bill Johnson's talking about uh, sometimes God has to reveal your wounds to heal you. Okay? Oh, wow. Amazing. I need to be healed. Reveal that to me. Okay? <laughs> I, get to, I get to church. I get out of the subway. It's two hours of traveling. I'm so tired. I get my phone. And I ring the guy on the inside the church. And I say, uh, Steve. Hi, Steve. Um, I'm, I'm about to be at church in 10 minutes. I'm staying in a freezing wind. It's minus 18. I'm going I'm to be there. Uh, just hold a place for me. He goes, great. Have you got your passport? I was like, what? You can't come in with our passport. I go, look, I'm not Chinese. I go, no, you can't come in with our passport. I was like, oh. I hung up the phone. And I, this is it. I, was just, I didn't know that you could even like me. This is all, you know, all chips on black. Can I hear God? Can I go to church? Okay, everything there. Okay, and that's when I just cr- I'm, I was 31, 31, and I just crumbled like a little kid. Like just, like just, I am by myself. I'm sick. I'm dying. I can't hear God. There's something wrong with me. Okay, and I just, and I just crumbled. There's just nothing in me. I couldn't face going two hours back. I didn't know what to do. I was just alone. I needed someone to come and rescue me. I didn't know what to do. Just, all decision capacity was gone. Feeling capacity was gone. I just crumbled. My phone rang. And Steve goes, I go, oh, Steve, I don't have my passport. He goes, do you have your driver's license? And perchance, I had my driver's license on me in Beijing on that day. Put the pants I put on. Why? I don't know. I go, yeah. He goes, you can use that. Okay. <laughs> You have wounds, DNA, scarring, stuff inside you, okay? And it didn't heal properly. If the generations are your experience, if, you've got a, if you break your arm and it doesn't heal properly, what do they have to do? The exact same break to reset it. If you've got a cut in you and it gets infected, they have to make the same cut. My wound was that God does not like me. He loves, God loves everyone just not me. He just doesn't like me. I just felt unliked by God. That's my wound, okay? And so God had to recreate that rejection. It wasn't rejected. Just recreated it. Cut open. Wound open. I'm rejected again. Wound open. And God said, actually, you could go the whole time. You did hear me. You're supposed to be here. Look, you think, and like, healed it, okay? And God does that. That, (laughs) if you live here, you come up against those things, okay? But God's going to follow you through them. That's taking out the giants. That giant that was in me got taken out, okay? Now there's lots, lots more to go. How are we going? So good. So good, okay? So remember, you're free to come and go as, as you please, okay? All right? Come talking about the Bible. It's very long, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that person, that ah, convicted. The lady in the purple jacket's convicted. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so money, okay. Adam was in the garden, still talking about money, because money sorts you out. Provision sorts you out. That's what Jesus spoke so much about money. It sorts you out. It's very tangible. Adam's in the garden. 
He gets removed from the garden for reaching with his own hands to get with his own, with his own strength. And God says, right, from now on, you reach out with your own arm with your own strength. You chose that. That's what you get. It's your choice. Okay? So he's out of the garden, and God says, by the sweat of your brow, and the walk, work against the thorns and the thistles, okay, to get provision. That's what you're going to do. And then he comes along, and this with his brow are thorns and thistles. Blood touches it. That's over. So then you're back in Eden. And how did Adam work in Eden? Because he had to work in Eden. He just tended provision. The Garden of Eden just grew and grew and grew by itself. Yeah? And he's tended it. Here he worked for it. To move here, you have to believe you're in Eden and you tend the provision when it comes. What you want to do with resources, what God would do with it if he had it. That's all. Because all his. Here, the best here is, I'm going to live off 10% and tithe 90. <laughs> That's amazing, okay? Orphan, baby, outside. Here, it's all God's. I'm the aristocrat's son. It all comes from my father. I want to do with it what he would do with it. I'm just going to govern it as he would govern it. I'm just tending the provision. And I'll go the way I should go. I won't compare to anyone else. Because Peter, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Yes, feed my sheep. Love me, yes, feed my sheep. Love me, yes, feed my sheep. Okay? That's Peter's agreement with Jesus. No one else's. So Peter says, I will do it. I love you. I'll do it. Jesus says, great. Now you're going to be martyred. And so Peter says, what about John? And Jesus says, what's that to you? What's that to you if you live forever? You agreed. This is your call. Just do it. Our sonship together. Yep. John might be one of love in the government church. Who knows what someone else is going to do? You just do your thing between you and your father for the whole earth. Saving the whole earth. All of creation, this is created, this is uncreated, all of creation has been subject to frustration by him, God, not Adam. God did it so we can release it. And it's yearning for the full manifestation of sons, mature sons, the full manifestation of sons. Yes. Not servants, not baby sons, huyos, um, mature sons. So, they, so it can receive the same salvation you have. Amen. That's a- if your salvation is one of works or mixture, that's all you can give to the, to the, to the trees, to the comets, to the earth, to someone else. If you're saying, I'm so good, I deserve this, then you weigh it up with someone else. They're so good. If you get it as a gift, you give as a gift. The same salvation you have. I can do what God did as Adam was to replenish the earth. We are to replenish the damaged earth. Let's make this like heaven. Heaven comes to earth. We don't call it down. We are it. We bring it by our spoken word or laying on the hands, by our intention of our hearts. And that's what Christianity is. All this is made up. It still works, 30 and 60-fold. It's still a good return. But gee whiz, 100-fold, much different. In heaven, in, on earth, earth supply. Uh, charismatic church, on, on earth, our heaven supply. Amazing. From heaven, our heaven supply. This is the ironic priesthood. <laughs> this is Melchizedek. Melchizedek. <laughs> This is, wow, okay. We just honor the order of Melchizedek. We're full of honor for what that is. 
I want to speak about it with honour and not overstep anything. This is the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek is heaven's priest. He honours heaven. He does what heaven's doing. That's what Jesus did. He's of the order of Melchizedek. Okay? He, 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 he could have healed all of Israel. If he can heal someone in another town by his word, he could heal all of Israel in another town by his word. He didn't. He just did what he saw the Father doing. He did what heaven was doing. If you are not doing what heaven's doing, you're not doing what the church is doing. There's only one church, one ecclesia, raised to see it in heavenly places. That's the church of heaven. Paul was there. Timothy's there. Your grandma's probably there. Joan of Arc's there. Melchizedek is there. Okay? The high priest of his order. We do what heaven's doing with its resources. Not Aaron. Not trying to get atonement and favour down every day or every year. Well, Melchizedek, we're already in the next era. In the next era, we bring here. Where it's already done, it's all finished. We're bringing this all finished into here. We are of Melchizedek. Amen. Okay? So who is Melchizedek? I'll ask you this question. Who slayed the lamb before the foundation of the world? The priest did. Because God won't kill his son. The father doesn't kill sons. That's an anathema. What happened in this era? Man, the priests, killed Jesus. Okay? But the hype, Melchizedek, important dude. I shouldn't say dude, important God. Much honour. Okay. Work of the flesh, work of the flesh, fruit of the spirit. Amen. Just be planted, believe, it comes out. Okay? Sowing and reaping, creating with your own voice. Okay. To live in the spirit, you just live by what, what's always true. A, a word of God Baptist guy can live in the spirit. If it lives by what's always true. You don't have to feel anything. You don't have to see, see things. People do. People can actually see this fully. There are people here watching this right now, but not by that. <laughs> they're holding this. They love this. They hold it in their heart. And they're here. Like Paul would say, I'm with you in spirit. He actually was there. He, he knew he was there, okay? There's, there's that. There's, we are, if God can do it, we can do it, okay? And, and some people have it. Just get it. Other people not. doesn't matter. What about him? Was it to you if he lives or dies or lives forever? Just do your call, okay? Because in heaven, there's a little door with your name on it. This is the metaphor. little door with your name on it. And in that door is all the resources for your call. Amen. And it'll only sit on you if you're your true sound. Being a good Christian is not your true sound because in heaven, you're not a good Christian. Amen. Being well-behaved, South African. Being a good man, a good woman. These things are just cultural and made up. You need to be who you were before the foundation of the world. The desire God had for you in his heart when he thought of you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That thing, be that. And when you're that, which the church won't like and other people won't like because it can't be controlled, okay? And they, you can't, they, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, didn't, they liked Jesus until he wouldn't join them. And the Sadducees came to him, asked him some questions, and then he wouldn't join them. Then they got angry. And the Pharisees were like, whoa, perhaps he's on our side. Sadducees. And the Pharisees came and joined, asked him some questions, and he didn't join them. Then he got angry. Okay? When you're here, older brother, 
younger brother. The older brother will always try and kill the younger brother. The old will always try and kill the new. Okay? Okay? That's what's going to happen. It's all right. Okay? This here, as big a change as it is from uh, John the Baptist from one to the next, it's the same big change. Okay? It's another big change. This is from the end of time working backwards as a fully manifest son of God. So just live by what's always true. The invisible promise of God. That's living in the Spirit. If you, get, if you think living by the Spirit is getting a, a special word from God, that is, but if that's what live, all it is, because you get a special word from God, you need to check if it's in the Scriptures. Okay, it lines up with the Scriptures. If it lines up with the Scriptures, you know it's from God. Well, that means the Scriptures line up with the Spirit. Logos, believed, is Rima. You want a word from God? Believe the scripture. You got a word from God. Amen. If the our town prophet comes in and puts his hand on you and says, You've got healing hands. Whoever you touch will be healed. Wow. <laughs> or you can believe that. <laughs> do you want the word of God, man of God, to come once a year? Or do you want to be with Christ? <laughs> yep. I live by his identity and nature, what he says. Amen. Doing very well. Whatever court you appeal to rules over you, okay? If you appeal to the lot and if you appeal to a court, if you uh, burn a heap of Korans, okay, this is an example, and you go to the South African court, they might say, well, that was bad, but you haven't broken the law if they were your Korans, okay? But you go, hang on, I'm going to go to, the South African court doesn't understand Korans, Saudi Arabia understands Korans, I'm going there. I'm appealing to the Saudi Arabia court. And you go there by your own choice. They might have a different opinion. They'll lock you up. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You appeal to that court. You put yourself under that jurisdiction. If you appeal to this court, you get its rulings. If you appeal to this court, you get its rulings. This court's knowledge of good and evil, okay? This person over here has hurt me and betrayed me. I'm going to appeal to this court, right and wrong. Father, this person's hurt me. I need justice. He did this, this, and this. You push that court, you get a ruling from that court. Okay, that person suffers. Okay, whatever. You, you get your justice. Okay, Chris, yep, I see that. Here's some justice. And while you're, oh, while you're here, there's some things that you've done wrong. You went to that court. Or this one, who blesses the enemies. Right. Yep, and forgives all. That's right. <laughs> but you have to forgo yours as well. Appeal to this court. There's only one way to appeal to this court. It's saying random good and evil. Blessing everyone. Okay? That's the only way out. That's death to self. The court you appeal to rules over you. The way to live in the spirit is just live in what's always true. What's always true? What God said could last forever. Amen. Yep. Sometimes Jesus says truly, truly. I mean, come on. You can't. He doesn't have to say that. Okay? He wants it. Whatever's always true. You live in it. And in living that, you'll come up against your old record, which won't like it, because it wants to hold on to something you can taste, touch, and see, rather than the invisible word. Okay? Okay? I'll finish with a story. You've done very well. This is real. 
I wanted to live in heaven, okay? So I've come from a very, like, nothing, nothing sort of Christianity to believing all this is real. I didn't get it. I just stepped osmosed slowly over time. And every time I come up against a new truth, it's like, oh, that's true? Oh, that's amazing. And I know you can be in heaven and rule from heaven. So what I used to do is go, okay, all right, so I'm going to be the guy in heaven now. I'm in heaven. All right, so I'm in heaven and... God's here, and there's angels here, and I'm in heaven, and I'm governing the earth, and the earth is below me, okay? And I did not believe it for anything. <laughs> and then if I thought of something, like I thought about the cricket, or I thought about the shopping, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about shopping, I'm not in heaven, okay? <laughs> and so I, did, I didn't work. But at home, what I have is a giant pink Persian carpet. Okay, big Persian carpet. I went, I have to teach my body and my soul that I'm in heaven. I just need to shut it down. So I said, okay, the pink carpet's heaven. If I step on the pink carpet, I'm in heaven. If I think about cricket, I'm thinking about cricket in heaven. Okay, and my, my soul, I, I, I get that. Okay, I'm just like a child, just got to do whatever. Okay, I said, okay, so here's the veil. That's the Holy of Holy Veils, which has been torn, okay, and which is the living body of Jesus Christ, is the torn veil. So through the living body of Jesus Christ, the torn veil, I step into heaven, and now I'm in heaven, because I'm on the carpet, and I breathe in this atmosphere, and I take what's in heaven, I step back onto earth, I release it. I did it again, I thought I was going to feel something, or gold, or I don't know, Fuzzies, I felt nothing. But I did about 10 times. In, I came in heaven. I was believing in heaven. And the last time I did it, I stepped out and went, because I thought something's going to happen and nothing happened. I went, well, I gave it my shot. I tried to be the heavenly guy. It didn't work. I had my computer open playing spiritual music, okay, to set the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soaking music. It was beautiful soaking music. Probably Joshua Mills. And because um, and, Joshua Mills went to heaven, learned how to play the piano, came back and could play. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, thanks. I was playing that music. And so, because my computer's open, my Skype was on. I went, that didn't, didn't work. And you bloop, because it was on the speakers. So, forget that. I went there and checked, the spe- I checked my Skype. And my friend, who is just super seer, mystically orientated in heaven, went, wow, I just saw you in heaven. So it worked. This, or I am in heaven. I'm just lying up my belief. And if I me believe is to step on the carpet, like Dumbo needed the feather. Okay, I just I stepped on the carpet. That night, I was talking to a friend called Simon at my home group, and uh, we had this worship time. There's a girl called Haley, and she, we're in the big room, and she was across the other side, and she was out, like she was in a vision, in a trance. I don't know. Man, that's amazing. Wish I could do that one day type of thing. And I was just saying, Simon, Simon, guess what happened today? I said, this carpet is heaven. Everyone left. It's just the three of us left. We're waiting for Haley to wake up. And so we're like, okay, I just did this. I went into heaven. Okay, I'm in heaven. I'm out of heaven. And through the veil, I'm in heaven. Out of heaven. And then my friend saw me in heaven while I was doing it. So that really happens. I really was in heaven. 
Okay? He's like, wow, that's amazing. We're discovering this together. Anyway, after a while, Hattie gets up. And she's like, whoa. She goes, oh, I had an amazing vision. Oh, what were you doing? Because I could see you. I was in heaven. I could see you in the distance going, bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> and all I was doing was recounting the story. Jesus. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's just by believing. It's just by believing. You're already in heaven. And just believing that, okay, and becoming this record. So let's pray. Father, we just believe we're raised and seated. We're sitting on seats now. We are seated in heaven. It's the rest. You've done it all and give it to us as our DNA. Our DNA makes us royal. We just believe. And we just accept what we are. We're babies. We're babies. We're babies in heaven. It's we just accept that, Father. And we want to wash the car. We want to mow the lawn. We want to pretend to be, we want to be like you. And we ask that you teach us, grow us up into mature sons from heaven with all the tutors and governors of heaven, the ecclesia, the cloud of witnesses with, uh, in the order of Melchizedek. And you'll bring us into all truth so we can be like you. We can bring heaven to earth. And we say, creation, we're coming. We're going to release you from your suffering, your frustration. We'll give you the same salvation we have. We're going to create from rest in heaven. We just let the truth, the invisible word, rely on that invisible word. That's true. We honor you. We love you for who you are. Father, you're invisible. You sent your word. That's what you love. We just believe your word. We love your word. And Father, you will father us in the way each child should go. Everyone different. No comparison. We love your word. Lord, we leave works. We leave faith as a principle, faith in, to become love. We even leave the gifts to become love, to become you, to minister from heaven to earth to bring the fullness into the decaying, to restore it to what you wanted it to be. You've given it to us. We're going to clean it up the way you desire. Father us, Father. Jesus, all glory and honour to you. You did this before the foundation and in the natural on earth. <laughs> and Holy Spirit, you are with us to teach us and empower us to be this thing. This is your idea. We say yes, we just receive it. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. Woo!